Welcome to Balance. This is Katie and Daniel, the last week of December, and we're here in our house recording a podcast. It's uh, studio number four yes, now. Yes, I know. Six episodes, four studios. Yeah, we're hoping, our kids are watching a movie right now, so we're hoping that they stay downstairs, And uh, but if they do come in, it'll be a little bit of entertainment for you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this thing needs some cameos, so yeah. that's okay. We will... Uh... We'll see who decides to show up. The good news is there's a lot of stomping that happens before they get here, the door behind us. So yeah, we'll know someone's coming, but the filming won't stop. So it's only fitting going into the new year that we talk about how to prepare and how we prepared for our new year of the business. Hopefully how others can look at how they plan the year ahead and uh, make sure that they're ready for their best year yet. So a couple of months ago, Daniel and I went to our first business conference together, which was really amazing. It was the Rise Business Conference put on by Rachel and Dave Hollis. If you don't follow them. Shout out. Oh yeah, Rise. Anyway, Rachel, Dave Hollis, if you don't follow them, they have a great podcast, Rise and Rise Together. And uh, they've just got a really great approach to running their business. So we went to South Carolina and we learned a ton about how to better focus and strategize for this coming year. Yeah, and we, uh, as early as, not even the plane ride home, even when we were going back to the hotel room, Mm -hmm. we were talking through things, but I do remember our plane ride home was not like a lot of plane rides we'd had before where you're trying to just decompress and relax or watch a movie. It was all, let's plan this thing and put uh, some of these tips to uh to practice and so that's where things got started for us yeah um and going to a business conference together i think really helped us both have a similar um vision for how we wanted to plan things out i think you know we've gone to things on our own and when one of us comes back and kind of describes exactly the strategies it doesn't really connect with the other person so going together really was effective i think well yeah i mean even even though our opinions and thoughts yeah. and approaches are different when we were listening to the same stuff right we could contextualize what we heard into our own language mm-hmm. and then actually talk it out instead of yeah like just having a disconnect not really getting it you know because I think you can try to explain it as best you can but when you're actually there hearing the speakers and hearing their perspectives it has much more of an impact on you and gets you really thinking and that's what I loved about it it wasn't necessarily Um, you know, certain strategies weren't the way I would run my business, but when they started talking, it just, you know, gets you thinking about, okay, how does this, how, how can I make this work for my business? Well, then that's the point here too, is there's no set of rules that anybody needs to follow. If you're stuck on rules or if you're stuck on, I need to make a list that looks like this or whatever. Yeah. That's not what it's about. It's just about mindset and it's about having, you know, your goals organized and figuring out how best to start to act on them in the year ahead Um, rather than that having to fit. Like even when we talk about marketing for realtors or we talk about business plans for individuals, everybody's so different that there's not Mm -hmm. a one size fits all for any individual the same way there's not a one size fits all for any company. Yeah. and, you know, and that's a discussion as well, you know, that we talk about. And, and uh, when it comes to business planning for individuals, we have that in place as well for the people who work with us. And 
And that's based off the conference we went to. For sure. It's built the same way. It's built the same way. So if you're tuning in for the first time, Daniel and I run a real estate brokerage and an auction company. Uh, So I think one of the biggest challenges was the fact that we we run two separate companies and they Mm -hmm. kind of run independently of each other. So trying to figure out what the goals and priorities are for both of those was one of our biggest challenges we had to talk through. Um, but for most people, I think they've got the one business. So mm-hmm. um, the first, I'm trying to think like the best way to start. Well, off. I, I think a good segue from there is whether you've got one business or two, I think the challenge that for sure I've had, and I know from that two business perspective there was, is when you're an entrepreneur and you're doing something on your own, you wear a lot of hats. Yeah. Even if they're within your own, it could be one business, but you're still the finance person and the marketing person and the salesperson. And so even though we had two companies, Mm -hmm. that was just kind of like another hat that we wore, right? And It's true, yeah, because if you're talking, you know, because a lot of our audience is realtors. Right. So, you know, as a realtor, you are running, you know, you've got the business, so the finance side of things, accounting, marketing, advertising. So it's it's really, yeah. So that's why I think whether it's organizing a couple of companies into something that makes sense or just organizing your functions within your company. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I mean, just your life, you know, whether it's balancing family and everything else, you've got so many priorities and responsibilities and you need to be able to get a hold on what that's supposed to look like yeah. to do it properly Yeah. or you drown or you get stressed or you lose sleep or whatever. And so exactly. that's why this is a practice that, uh, that we took on and yeah. So I think, yeah. So I think step one is looking back at your last year and analyzing how you did financially um, and what you learned, what you would want to do again, what you would never want to do again, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of do that exercise. Um, just kind of write things down as you go. Um, and then the next step would be to take a look at what your goals are for next year. Um, write those down. Be as specific as possible. If I can cut in. You may. I would... I would put the present, even though it's kind of a natural thing, in yeah. between the past and the future and say really mm-hmm. identify where you are, right? right. Like so you t- And I, I know that's kind of inherent. I mean, it's not really different from what you said, but you're, you're establishing what went well, what went badly, what you would have changed last yeah. year. But take a look at what you have, like what that got you to. So like, yeah. you know, for us, it's we've realized now that we're sitting on two separate business models yeah. And there's two different directions, but not necessarily. Mm-hmm. So then the question becomes, how do we take that or where are our priorities for each? Where do they talk to each other as yeah. it going forward? But it's, it's kind of like identify your resources, identify, you know, even from looking back what you're good at mm-hmm. or where you could be better or where you want to improve. Or where you wasted time. Yeah, For sure. Where yeah. you wasted time, um, you know, where you didn't spend enough time. Yeah. Right. And when you've got... All of that, um, you know, there's an exercise we do with new agents, which again, we, it's a discussion for another day, but where you really just put down mm-hmm. as much as you can think. It's like a, like a brainstorm, yeah. you know, and, and if you've done it, most people have done that sort of thing where there's the whiteboard or whatever and people just blurt things out. And, you know, one of those no judgment, no wrong answer situations, do that to yourself. Yeah. And it'll, if you're a visual learner like me, mm-hmm. um, it helps you identify things and, and maybe patterns or things where your mind is really heading that help establish what you want the new year to look like. Yeah. 
Right. So going back, yeah. Step one, identify what you've done this last year. Mm -hmm. Look at your financials, look at your pros, your cons, Uh, like look through your calendar and see, you know, what you were up to and what you want to do more of and just give yourself a really good idea of exactly what happened last year. And honestly, you'll be very surprised at how much you've actually accomplished. It doesn't seem like it, but it's something that you um, can be really proud of when you look back and be really happy that you made the steps that you did to move your business in the right direction. So that's, that's number one. And then number two, as Daniel said, is like, look at what you have um, and establish where you want to go based on that. I, I think take a moment to appreciate what the year got you to. Mm-hmm. So look at it not totally as a what didn't happen and I don't have this or what do I wish I had right now. But, you know, what's here? What got me here? Mm-hmm. So if you did, you know, real estate as an example, you know, I now have a pipeline of 200 people in my contact list right now. And, you know, I got there through whatever methods. And that becomes, you know, if it's something that a goal is you want to grow that, you know, that's your starting point that you can use the past to maybe dictate the future or identify things you did and didn't do. Yeah. Um, You know, if it's dollars type things, if it's financials, that's fine. But also see what's missing that you thought you wanted to have this year that you think you want to have next year. Right. Identify what's not in the picture. and, And that helps shape the direction you want to start taking. Yeah, but from like a high level, like I'm just thinking about how we did it. Like we looked at the high level, like we want to make this amount Mm -hmm. by the end of the year. We want to have this many agents by the end of the year. And then, you know, those are the big goals. Right, the targets. The targets. Um, And then I thought what was really helpful for us, or for at least for me, was based on that, imagine you achieve that, what does that mean for you? What does that mean for your family? Because I think a lot of times you're just going and going and you're not even realizing that you're having, like this is your, your this is how you survive. Mm-hmm. And like if you do much better this year than you do last year, what does that mean for your family? Does that mean a, a vacation? Does that mean two vacations? Like how does that break down? Because that means that that has a big impact well, and, and the impact can be, and the impact can be, I want to make sure there's food on the table. Yeah. Like it, it really depends on where you're at. And we, we talk sure. to people who, when you ask them, sometimes the goals, fine as they are, when they don't have that tangible nature to them, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be the top 1% of whatever, or I want to be a millionaire. Those are great goals, but those aren't tangible to the point of being able to necessarily quantify from that what you need to do to be there or what that actually means. Yeah. What does it mean? Like what's a millionaire? Is that just you want status? Does a million dollars mean something to you specifically that you've got family? Can you buy something for your family? Can you get your parents out of debt? I don't know. Like there's so many things that people want to be able to accomplish. Yep. And um, having those, having that in mind when you're trying to accomplish your goals just drives you even further. It has to be bigger than yourself. Because right. if it's not, you're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to, you're going to probably disappoint yourself along the way. Yeah. But if you're really working towards something for your family or a friend or whoever it is, um, it just makes so much more sense. Well, we talked in last week's podcast about the words for our year up ahead and, yeah. and both of our words... Yours was focus. Mine was deliberate. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched the episode. Mm -hmm. Those are tied to this concept. They're tied to a greater purpose. 
And it's about needing something that's a driver that isn't just money. Like it's it's when you when you stop at money or mm-hmm. when you stop at status or whatever that what's that doing? What what's the what's the goal of that, right? And so that's why for me being deliberate this year is because there needs to be something larger to go towards and there needs to be if things don't tie to that then I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Exactly. So then after you've done that, you've figured out what those goals mean to you. You want to get more specific. So first, as you were talking about before, you do kind of like a brain dump of all of the ideas that will get you towards your goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just just spit out anything, write it all down. No idea is stupid. But like you just want to go and make sure that you cover everything that you've been thinking of and over the last however long you've been running a business for. Right. And for us, we sat there and we did that for our business. And it was everything from a podcast Mm -hmm. to social media presence to door knocking to you name it. Everything was there. There were probably, I don't know, close to 100 things between the two of us that were written down. Yeah. And the key to all of this when you're planning as an individual, as a business, as a whatever, is taking the big idea and breaking it down and chiseling Mm -hmm. away. And this is the first step at doing that. Even though it sounds like you're almost expanding to contract. You're taking a really big idea and you're breaking it into a lot of smaller pieces so that you can actually feel. And and we spoke to one of our agents this past week and and he made a really good point where he said, you know, sometimes you're, you're doing all these little things and you have the small victory, but it doesn't feel like you're getting anywhere Mm -hmm. because you're always focused on the big goal. And if it's not part of the context of the bigger goal, you get discouraged, even though you're accomplishing what you set out to do. But if there's a connection there, that's... And that's why you go through this process, right? Because when you don't have context and you're just doing little things. So like if we we did a podcast, Mm -hmm. but it was because we said we want to do a podcast, but it wasn't a function of we want to do a podcast because X. Yeah, we want to have a a better presence, like gain a larger social media presence amongst, you know, the people that we're trying to connect with. Well, and, and our brand in a lot of ways is authenticity Mm -hmm. it's us being ourselves and so this is a real good way for us to not gloss over anything just kind of talk and be us and whatever and reach over and cover my face while I grab a coffee mug yeah that's badly placed behind me (laughs) that's us um and so anyway so yeah you do the brain dump you do the brain dump and then you look at that and pick out the top ideally the top three things that are going to get you towards your goal. So let's say you have a goal of making a million dollars in profit next year. And so in order to do that, you need to develop a really strong social media presence. You need to, I'm trying to think of like other big things. Um, you want to grow your sales team. Yeah. If you're your a business. Sales. Yeah. Grow you know. your sales team and uh, develop better partnerships. Perfect. Let's say. Yeah. And those could be three of the 50. And I can tell you from experience that when you do a brain dump, there will be ones that stick out to you as the obvious choices. There might be more than three, but then that is where you kind of look at things. And, and, and a lot of times, like one could be a part of another bigger thing. So like you can kind of, you know, meld those two together. If that's a word, meld is meld a word. You just made it. <laughs> No, melding is a word. Meld? Yeah, okay. I just started Um, playing words with friends. I'll try it and I'll see if it allows it. I don't know. I feel like that's not. Meld is like weld 
Only it's yeah. for ideas and not metal. Right. <laughs> so you got those three ideas. And basically those are your milestones to get you towards your goal. And you're going to pick one at a time. And you're going to break each of those down into a few different steps in order to get you to that milestone. So let's say your milestone is to create a larger social media presence. Okay, mm-hmm. so what three things should you do in order to create a, a bigger social media presence? And you choose those and you do that step by step. If you throw a whole bunch of things on the floor and expect to pick them all up at once, you're not going to be as effective as if you just throw one thing on the floor and pick it up right away. So like it's the, it's the idea of focusing. And that's something that in the last year we, I, I really struggled with because I got I had so many ideas in my head and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this. And it wasn't even getting towards, towards it was, but it wasn't in an efficient it, way no, because I was effective. just kind of getting distracted along mm-hmm. the way. It's and the point here is that it's not saying stop having ideas and stop no. thinking of new things. No. But this creates the arena your that direction. your ideas can play in. And you know, when something yeah. comes up, you can now give it context. And mm-hmm. you can say, is this somewhere within that? If it's not, doesn't mean can... throw it out till next year. No. Right? But you need to you have a better idea and focus on what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And Forks in the road happen. And the same thing, if you have one of these three ideas and they're great and you're a month in and you're following it and it's really not hitting the way you thought it would, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean stay with it till December. No. Right? But but you make a plan for a reason. And if you go through the steps of getting to what you've determined are your priorities and are the best fit for you, there's a reason you got there. Exactly. So this isn't a try it until you feel like giving up process. No, and it allows you to figure out what you can say no to in mm-hmm. your life and in your business because there's a lot of distractions that can come your way and it might seem like a good idea, but if you can go back to your plan and say, okay, no, this is not, it doesn't even fall within what I'm trying to accomplish. Right. So no, I'm not going to do it. And that's okay. You can't say yes to everybody all the time. And I think as you get busier and it depends on what business you're in but mm-hmm. you know you can there's certain opportunities that are going to come up and it's like when you're a real estate agent in your first year and you're given like a rental lead and you're like oh my god this is, this the, is the best, best day ever yeah and you're all over it and which is great in your first year but like after a while you've got to start prioritizing things and maybe that rental lead isn't going to get you towards your goals and you need to say no to things like that so it's all about having that that in your mind all the time that like these are my goals if this doesn't fall within that then maybe I should not consider it at this time and and it's hard it is it's not easy when you're that type of person yeah who wants to be everything to everybody yeah and wants to wear a lot of hats and doesn't want to let people down and feels like you're letting yourself down mm-hmm. if you don't do everything that's available to you this is the exercise you need to go through yeah. and we're still going through it. Mm-hmm. Like I think both of us are still that person yeah. who wants to do as much as possible. It doesn't change your drive. It just changes your direction. And that's the thing. I forget who I heard this from, but it was, uh, they said that, you know, you could work hard, you know, hard work only makes sense if you've got the right systems in place. Mm-hmm. So if you're kind of all over the place and just working, like you're just never going to get anywhere. Like you've got to have the systems in place in order to get you towards your goals. Well, and that's key. And yeah, I mean, it ties to my favorite quote 
of all time that I say every time I train, every time everything is, it is way better to go 100% at three things than be 3% at 100 things. Mm -hmm. And I was living my life the latter way until very recently. Yeah. Where, you know, you don't want to have your finger on things when you're not able to give it your all. Yeah. In addition to when it's not contributing appropriately to your objectives, right? Like those are kind of two different things, but two reasons why focus is more important. Right. Yeah. And so anyway, so you break it down. Yeah. You've got your milestones and in within those milestones, you've got like three or four steps in order to get you to that milestone. Actionable items too. Actionable like items, these are yeah. not all pie in the sky, fluffy, no, like, less fluffy, less fluffy. No, yeah. at some point you get tangible. Oh yeah, and these is this is where you get tangible. Well, like right. social media presence. Okay, exactly how are you right. going to do that? You know, like am I going to do a blog post once a week? Right. Start a podcast and be consistent at it. Consistency is key at this mm-hmm. point because especially in social media, if you aren't consistent, I think we've all known this, but mm-hmm. it's hard to establish it. Um, you need to have that consistency and that authenticity. So those are two key factors that you need to consider um, if social media is part of your plan for this year. But as Daniel said, actionable items is yeah, where you've got to be. It's tactics. It's yeah. just have the tactics yeah. and stick to them. Exactly. And then you will go. So like you prioritize your milestones. So you've got three milestones. Which one are you going to look at first? Okay. Of the three things that I've created, like the tactics that I've selected, which one am I going to start working on now? And you just go at it. And honestly, like we could, we can say from experience, like the, the one tactic we had um, for this coming year that we've worked on over the last month, it was done. And now we're on to the next thing. And so we're like ahead for this year, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. And, um, and, and we, we just had the focus. And it's for the first time ever. I'm like, holy crap. Things are happening we the way together. they're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> and we did. And we got it accomplished. Well, and that that's it. You know, we, we set and, even a goal for the end of this year mm-hmm. as a sub-goal to the end of next year. And we hit that. Yeah. You know, like things have been happening and... Sometimes. And that's the thing, like the thing that the, the thing that we, like the the tactical milestone is something that it was one of those nice to haves. Like, oh, it would be great if we did this, and it was always something we just kind of talked about, but never mm-hmm. did because like it just seems such so involved, yep. and we were just so distracted with other things that weren't part of our business or weren't getting us towards where we want to be. And so if we, when we finally realized that this is what we need to do and we did it, it yep. was like, even when we, the the even when we got back and had this all in mind of this is what we need to do, there were a couple of tactical things we did that weren't in line with our goal. There, there were things, there were a couple things that we yeah. tried or things that we took on and they didn't produce a result because they weren't part of our, like what? I'm just trying to think. Like when we got back from the conference? When we got back from the conference, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, we tried a certain, uh, we, we tried to do one campaign where. Oh, you mean like social media campaign? Uh, well, I, I mean. I oh, that card thing. The card yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we, we, what we did. <laughs> I'm trying not to call her out, but I'll call her out. Because you know what? It was a good idea and it's still a good idea and it's still something we're doing. But yeah. on a business plan, yeah, okay. I think it was structured in such a way that we thought it would be part of our business plan when really it was just a good idea for us to do that we could invite other people to participate in. Yeah. And it's still something we're doing. Yeah. 
it's just it's just not part of the business planning yeah so yeah i I didn't want to start calling out things like that you can call me out i know i'm that i'm the one that needs to have more focus so it's all good it's okay it's not january 1st yet so i've got two more days to (laughs) to go aimlessly around (laughs) there will be several new ideas before january 1st get it all in there in the next 48 hours um but no but i mean sometimes it even takes diagnosing like to feel what you've been told is not what you're supposed to do before yeah. you really you believe need to, it. you need to live through it you need to live it through it's, and well that was another speaker at this conference who was all about basically learning from your mistakes yeah. was basically the concept but they don't call it that it was yeah. more just the necessity of making mistakes yeah and screwing up and you know that's a discussion for a whole other day too for but sure. In this context, it's, yeah, you know what? If you fall off course from what you've put yourself out there to try to do, you'll realize it a lot quicker when you can actually put it up against the plan that you put in place rather than just throwing darts and seeing what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So once you're you're there, like you just kind of keep going step by step and just keeping those goals in mind and that will hopefully help frame your year. in, yeah, in a more I, effective way. And and this is all from a strategic planning perspective for the year. You know, when you talk about things like financial planning and all that, that's another, maybe we'll talk about that another day, about how to set yourself up for your financial goals and and how that all feeds in. But this is, you know, it ties into that, but this is the strategy. This is understanding what you need to do. And breaking it down. And breaking it down into bite-sized morsels so that you can meld them together. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, so that that is it. If you guys have any more questions or want to go through it in a little bit more detail, we are here for you. Um, feel free to reach out to us. We are working through a similar plan with each of our agents. We've created a workbook um, for them. And if that's something that you're interested in learning more about, we're more than happy to share that with you guys. Yeah, just reach out. Yeah. We're here. So have a very happy new year mm-hmm. and we will be back next week. If you could click subscribe and whatever, uh, whatever, uh, click the buttons. One of these days we're no, going to just subscribe. If it's, if you're on YouTube, yes. click subscribe. If, if you're, you're on Spotify, you click follow. Okay. Follow. Yes. Thank and you. And if you're on something else that we show up on, yeah. all the buttons are good. Yeah. So, but more, more than anything, the people who are are willing and wanting to interact with us, mm-hmm. to me, you don't have to subscribe to anything. If you just have a question and you want to just reach out, that's really what we get the most satisfaction out of are the people who are interacting. Yep. And I hear kids' footsteps, so we will sign off They're for coming. today. <laughs> All right. Have a happy new year. Take care. See you next week.